Hello and welcome to episode number 29 of the Havy Digital Podcast, a show for creators, makers, and doers, where my goal is to help you make to the max. My name is Ryan Hafey, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about some of my favorite creators, and that's, uh, that's, that's pretty much it, so let's get into it. Hello, and everyone, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Happy Father's Day to all the amazing fathers out there. By the way, this mask here, uh, give a little close up there. This is from a company called Immortal Masks. At some point along the way, um, I found them on Instagram, followed them, and um, when all this, uh, the pandemic and all the, uh, the mask wearing began, they started selling these based on, I believe, based on a lot of their uh, mask designs. And this was, they've got a whole bunch of different designs on their website. Um, I believe it's just immortalmasks.com if I'm not mistaken. This one I thought was pretty cool, so I bought it. And uh, I wear it every now and then, and I get interesting looks when we're out and about, and it's fun. So anyway, uh, first of all, beverage of the week, by the way. Today is, it's called Ginger Peach, uh, and it's by Good and Gather. I think I had some sort of generic brand, I guess. I think we just got this one at Target. It's okay. It's nothing special. Just another sparkling water brand to uh, cleanse the palate while we do the podcast here. By the way, um, if you are new here, be sure to hit that subscribe button and follow me on social media at Ryan Hafey on Instagram and Twitter. And let's have a conversation over there because conversations are fun and I like answering questions and interacting with you. So as mentioned, today's topic is really, you know, I'm just going to, I'll just be quite honest. It was a pretty uneventful week as far as um, my own creative projects go. I didn't do a whole lot of filming. I didn't do a whole lot of, you know, just troubleshooting or equipment. You know, I didn't play with any gear or, well, I, I'll take that back. I, I got some. I finally got some macro tubes in, and uh, I ordered them back sometime in May, and they were coming from China, uh, so they took a while, a long time to get here, over a month, and they finally got here. So I played around with them a little bit. I've always wanted to, for some reason, just get a a nice tight shot of my eyeball. I know it sounds a little strange, but and I've got some work to do. I want to play with the lighting a little bit, but just as kind of like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as like a first attempt. Stop. I guess I gotta log in. Here we go. It's like a first attempt. I thought this was pretty good. This one here. Like that's not bad. It's not the sharpest on the iris, which is what I really wanted. And this uh, this light that you can see here is coming from the the softbox. Um, but um, I think I had a twenty four to seventy lens on my Sony A seven three with the uh, macro tubes. Uh, installed and was able to get that picture. It took me a number of tries because the focal plane is super small. So uh, it took a little bit of tweaking, but yeah, that was kind of fun. Anyway, um, close that out. Good. But a couple things that I need to talk about before we get into the list of my favorite creators. The first being, um, and these are, by the way, are things that I forgot to mention in uh, last week's episode. So I'm just kind of making up for lost time there. But um, so last week's episode was all about audio. And one of the things that I mentioned 
was shotgun microphones. And this is my Sony a7 III, and on it is the Rode Video Micro. Yes, Rode Video Micro. And this is a great little microphone. I'll take off the dead cat here, show you. It'll come off, come on, there we go. So it's just this tiny little microphone that you can kind of see there. And there's no battery or anything. You don't have to worry about turning it off or on. It's not the greatest quality of audio, um, at least compared to like the, the video mic pro. But again, you don't have to worry about turning it off and on. Plugs right in there, super simple to use, doesn't take up a whole lot of space. And I quite enjoy it. But one of the things, and I'm, I'm almost certain that I've talked about this in a previous podcast episode as well, is that um, I've always thought it would be kind of cool. You know what episode it was? It was the episode where I talked about what my perfect camera would be. And I touched on this a little bit. Um, little did I know that Deity, um, the, the audio, the microphone company, was working on something to accomplish that. So... You know, with normal shotgun mics, obviously you're going to get, you're going to capture mostly audio in one direction. In this case, it's going to be capturing audio in front. So if I'm filming something, let's say I'm vlogging, but I'm just filming someone else talking. If I'm interacting with that person from behind the camera, my audio is not going to sound that great. Um, but, uh, you know, they'll sound, they'll sound fine. And I'd always thought it would be cool if you had a camera or a microphone or something that would record um, two-way audio and even to the point where you could you know split the tracks or, or split the recording so that you could kind of adjust each as you wanted to and Deity just came out with I, I believe and I, I gotta look it up because I want to be sure I think I saw it I don't think it's on Amazon yet but it's called wait for it yes here it is it is the Deity Microphones V-Mic D4 Duo. Let me give you the screen here. Um, dual capsule micro camera mount shotgun microphone. I feel like they could have shortened that name a little bit, but that's what it is. And what's cool about it is it does just what I was talking about where it offers two-way audio. So you, it has a microphone on the front and on the back. And I believe you can even toggle one or both microphones on and off. And I also believe that it will separate the audio tracks for you or record two separate tracks, if I'm not mistaken. I saw a short video on it. Um, actually, I think it was Jevin Dovey who posted a video about it. Um, but this thing, it's 89 bucks, which um, for that is a pretty good price, assuming that the quality and everything sounds good. So that's got to go on my wish list because I've done that a number of times where, you know, you just be filming someone, but you sound all muffled and just it's just not good, especially um, for these cooking shows that my wife and I do on her channel, which is Pintastic Life. Uh, we do these things called Pintastic Recipes, and we just recently started filming them. The latest episode, which is like the first one we did in like three years, is up on the channel. But um, I ended up, hold on, I ended up having to add subtitles to that um, for any time that I was talking. I was off camera for most of the time, but I would engage with my wife while she was doing the cooking. And um, I had to add subtitles so that you could understand what I was saying um, because you could barely hear me because I was using uh, that microphone, at least as the shotgun microphone. On the, no, no, I lied. I think, I think I had that on the camera facing towards me 
okay, so disregard everything. As now, now I'm remembering what, what actually happened. And what it was was she had a, a, a lavalier microphone on, and I was using the shotgun microphone. And in editing, going back and forth between the two just wasn't sounding good because you had the lavalier mic, which was kind of dampened by, by her body. And then you had the shotgun microphone, which was picking up all the ambient noise. So I just ended up using only the lavalier mic and then subtitling myself in anyway. But um, so, yeah, so I forgot to mention the D4 Duo in the last video. Uh, so I'm mentioning it now because I think it's cool and I want one. So that's that. The other thing is something that I introduced last week that I didn't follow through with was the sound of the week. So what I'm starting to do in the introduction, when you, when you hear me say, uh, show for creators, makers, doers, my goal is to help you make to the max, that sound, uh, if, if I can remember to do it, is going to change each week. And that sound is going to be something camera related, a sound that you would hear made from a piece of gear or, you know, whatever, just a lens, maybe the sound of putting a lens cap on, just just random sounds that you might hear coming from your camera gear, whether it be beeps and things like that. So um, I introduced it last week in the introduction and said that I would reveal what that sound was at the end of the episode, and I forgot to do that. So I'm just going to reveal what that sound is now, and then we'll just say that this is the first episode of it, and then we will continue it in the next episode. So one more time, that sound effect is. And that sound is very familiar to you if you fly DJI Mavic uh, drones. So I have the DJI Mavic 2 Pro, and um, there are a number of different dings and beeps that you'll hear uh, when you are using the remote control. And that ding and that beep, whatever you want to call it, comes from that. So that is the, the very first, the inaugural sound effect of the sound of the week. So there you go. Um, one other thing that I wanted to touch on, because um, I know that it impacts me as a Sony user, and I assume that some people out there may be Sony users, and that is that Sony uh, is having, they announced some recalls for some of their SD cards. And this is probably going to be difficult to show. I'm going to have to really zoom in here. But so this, by the way, is the, and I think there's one other type of card. Wow, look at that color grade coming through on my calluses. Ooh, I don't like that. I got to fix that. Anywho, um, so this is this type of card, and I believe one other type, which I've forgotten off the top of my head. But if you do a quick Google search for Sony SD card, um, recall, you'll find it. But not all of these types of cards are affected, but if you happen to have one where on the back, and it's going to be real hard to see this, down at the bottom there, you see a series of numbers, and it says TV, or at least it starts with TV. Um, and then, or, so, so, so if it starts with TV, it's going to be one of the cards that is affected, and you'll want to contact Sony so that you can get a replacement. Um, if you look on the back and it says, hold on, shows you how much I prepared for this. Uh oh, where'd it go? There it is. To the contrary, if you look on the back of the card and it starts with TR, which again is probably very difficult to see there, or if you see a little asterisk, which is right there, then you have a card that is good to go. You don't need to send it back. It has not been affected. 
So look for a card. If you have those particular types of cards, look for one that either says TV or does not have an asterisk on the back. And if that's the case, sorry, get a hold of Sony and get you a new one. Something about corrupt, you know, could maybe may corrupt the data. Um, and that's never a good thing. So look into that. So with that said, I want to get into my list of my favorite creators. Um, and hold on, I got to take off this thing because as I've mentioned plenty of times, it gets awful hot in here and that thing is making my neck quite warm. So we got to take it off. But so my, my list of creators, what I was originally going to do was do like a top five, my top five favorite creators, and then go into just some, uh, you know, what I like about them, um, the type of content that create, they create and do a little bit more of a deeper dive. And then I realized that coming up with, with a list of my five favorite is incredibly difficult because uh, there's a lot of them that I watch consistently and that I'm a big fan of. So this list is not, is going to be mostly YouTube creators with a couple deviations. Um, and it's not going to be only creators that are involved or that, you know, create content around the things that I enjoy. It could be, um, you know, a lot of them are going to be, you know, gear or video production or photography related, but there are also some others in there that are, they're artists, um, musicians, um, just some that are in there for entertainment value, um, education. There's a lot. Uh, and so we'll see how far we get in this episode. Maybe I'll split this into two because the list is somewhat kind of long. And what I wanted to do is just, um, start by, you know, I'll read them off, type them into YouTube or whatever they're, wherever they come from or wherever they, their content usually lives. And then we can kind of explore them for a minute or two. So this list is in no particular order. I didn't categorize them by video versus entertainment versus education, whatever. We're just going to kind of go down the list and talk about them as we go. But before we do, let's get another sip of our tasty beverage. Okay. So with that, let's pop on the screen here. And the first one on the list, which I did have queued up because it's not in YouTube and I've mentioned it before is Beeple. Beeple underscore crap on Instagram. He's got a Facebook page. I think he's got Twitter as well, but most people know his work from Twitter. Now, um, this is not going to be for everyone. Clearly, uh, it's very dystopian um, artwork that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's very dark and it's obviously very politically driven, which I'm not a very political guy, but just kind of good to know that. But you can it doesn't take much to look at these and kind of understand what they're referencing, you know, the coronavirus there, George Floyd, like Black Lives Matter there. Um, let's see. <laughs> Pikachu. He's got some, this one is Elon Musk with his, it's supposed to be like a reference to his child with that, that crazy name that they gave it. But um, the, not only is all of this artwork that he does incredible, like just artistically, um, regardless of what you think of it, as far as its content, he does one of these every single day. And I think that's what is makes is, is most impressive about it. Each and every one of these was done brand new on a new day. 
um, which is just mind blowing that he can like some of these just have so much incredible detail in them that, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine that anyone could do something like that over the course of, you know, if, let's say if you're awake for 16 hours, let alone doing it every single day for, he's done it for many, many years. So people, number one, it's just his work ethic and his level of um, talent and proficiency within his, his, you know, his work is, is incredible to me. So that's, that's people number one. Next up on the list, this guy, let's see if I can find him here. This is Craftsman, Craftsman, Steady Crafting. So this dude is probably, if I had to put, if I had to name a number one, it might be this guy. Now, I don't do crafts. Um, very rarely <laughs> have I ever in, engaged in anything that would be considered crafting. Um, but I think I randomly came across this guy on Reddit, and he was described as Mitch Hedberg meets Bob Ross. So I was intrigued, and then I checked him out, and I was um, I was hooked pretty quickly. For starters, this guy lives, in, I think, in Mississippi. Um, <clears throat> he never shows his face. He just uses a puppet, but he's got a, a thick sort of Mississippi southern draw that he talks in. Uh, very relaxing to listen to, but also sort of his his videos, as I've talked about before with making your own music, he's one of these people that makes his own music for his videos, at least for the most part that I can tell. And um, he makes all these very interesting looking crafts and he presents it in a way that's very fun to watch, even if you don't like to craft. And his videos are so unique to him. You can tell that he's got his own style um, and that he just kind of does what feels right to him versus trying to do what everyone else is doing. Um, there's just a, some, there's a very unique charm to his work that I really enjoy. So that's why he's definitely on this list if you haven't checked him out yet. Again, that's Craftsman with no T. The Craftsman Steady Crafting. Awesome. All right, so let's go to the next one. This one is kind of personal, not personal, but, uh, you know, for me, it's kind of personal in that I am a new firearms owner. And as such, I want to ensure that I understand, you know, outside of going to the range and, and actually using the firearms, I want to make sure that I understand them um, and at least have a lot of knowledge about them uh, before going and using the guns. I want to, I want to try to learn as much as I can because I want to be able to learn them safely. And there's a number of channels out there that offer a lot of good firearm, like legitimate firearm knowledge, you know, information, but the one, and this guy from everything I've seen is kind of like the godfather of all of it. His name is Paul Harrell. And he has, there's no frills in his productions. It's really, he calls them presentations. And it's just kind of him. It looks like he maybe uses a GoPro or just some sort of um, relatively inexpensive camera. Um, and, you know, he doesn't worry too much about lighting. His audio is, is okay. It's nothing special. Um, but he gives you so much good information, even in some of his longer form videos. And occasionally he'll throw in some dry humor to make it, um, and entertaining, but he's one of these guys that gives you so much quality information up front and throughout the entire video that 
even if it's a video not related to any of the firearms that I own, I still find myself watching all the way through. And that just goes to show you too, that if, you know, if you're concerned about quality, um, you know, quality isn't always necessarily the determining the, the factor that's going to determine whether or not people are going to actually watch your content. But, um, yeah, if you're into firearms at all, or if you're new to them, or if you're just looking to improve your knowledge on them, definitely, um, just search Paul Harrell and, you know, with the name of whatever firearm you own and you'll likely find some very helpful information. Anyway, moving on next, this is another guy that I've, um, talked a little bit about recently and he is coming up big time in the music space and that's Jacob Collier. He's like a 25, 26 year old guy from, um, uh, over in, in the England or UK area. I'm not exactly sure, but this dude, he, he's one of these, he's, he's an incredible music composer. Um, but also He's, he, he actually shares his process. So he'll take you through and he'll, he'll show you his logic sessions. He'll show you um, all the things that he um, does to uh, make his tracks. He made a, his most, his latest track is called All I Need. And I think he, he showed off his logic session for that. And it's something like 600, close to 650 tracks. And just the amount of layers that he puts into his music is super inspiring. And he's part of the reason why I've started to get into making my own music. Um, and I'm just kind of looking at some of his techniques and trying to incorporate them where I can. Obviously I'm, I have no intention of ever being at his level, but, um, just kind of seeing some of the little things that he does, you can take little bits here and there and incorporate it into, um, you know, I can, I can incorporate that into the stuff that I'm doing. So definitely cool stuff there. Um, let's move on and okay, good. So we can finally start getting into some of the like the video um, people and like video photo, those, those types of genres. And if, as if it wasn't already obvious, one of the creators that uh, I'm a big fan of is Gerald Undone. Actually got a chance to meet him at NAB last year and a uh, very nice guy. Um, quite simply, if you are into camera gear and you like to nerd out about the specs and get really in-depth product reviews. Uh, Gerald's your guy. He goes super crazy in-depth, sometimes even beyond my comprehension. Um, but regardless, you're going to get a wealth of knowledge in it. You can tell that he puts a lot of work into the videos that he makes, and his quality has increased um, substantially over time. So um, great one to subscribe to for all that nerdy goodness. And uh, there's, I say that with a lot of love because uh, I'm into that stuff. Semi-related to that is um, Make Art Now. Next on the list, uh, this guy's name is Joshio. Also got to meet him at NAB last year. Met him um, when I met Gerald. They were actually sitting down having a conversation. And um, this guy is just, he, I think he, he does um, a lot of real estate stuff, but like super high-end real estate video. Um, and he's been making r some really interesting and creative videos lately. Um, he did a video and I, I'm, I'm kind of, um, I, I didn't look, I didn't, uh, participate in it as much. I, I, I realize now I probably should have checked that out a little bit more, but I didn't, but he did this, this video where it had a, a hidden message 
where he created this special LUT. And within the video, if you found kind of the, it was like a riddle, if you found the answer to the riddle, you could download this LUT for free, if I'm, if I'm remembering it correctly. Or if you didn't find it, you could buy it for like $35,000 or something crazy like that. Um, so it was kind of a little cool interactive piece that he did. But just all of his videos are really interesting to watch. And just the way that he puts them together is really cool. So make art now, Josh Yeo, check him out. Next up, a couple other creators um, that I was fortunate to meet. And let's see. There we go. So Jevin Dovey is next on the list. Jevin Dovey uh, was one of the hosts of the retreat, the creative retreat that I did back in uh, December with a small group of creators, along with him and Levi Allen, who Levi Allen's next on the list, actually. Um, but Jevin, uh, he does a lot of tutorial content. I, he started as like a, a travel, um, travel filmmaker and does a lot more of the tutorials type, type content now. A lot of, you know, how to grow your subscribers on Instagram and um, a lot of camera gear and things like that. But what um, what kind of uh, really drew me into his stuff is is that having that opportunity to talk to him and pick his brain a little bit. Um, Jevin, he's he's a wizard with um, just analytics and YouTube and sort of optimizing it. He's really taken his taking the time to to figure out YouTube and to really optimize it and he has courses and videos that show you the tools and the numbers to look for what they need so if that's your goal is optimizing your channel um, go check him out subscribe to him look at some of his courses because uh, they're not he's not it's it, you see those scam courses that are just like oh yeah buy my course and learn absolutely nothing you'll get a lot of good information from, from his stuff. So check him out next up again, as mentioned, Levi Allen, Levi Allen is a, I gotta, I scared myself because I don't think you can hear that. Hold on. Let me see. Yeah, no. So you, every time I come to these channels and they have a channel trailer, um, I hear it in my headphones, but it's not being sent to OBS. So I get a little bit startled sometimes, but anyway, um, Levi Allen is an adventure filmmaker. Uh, he was also one of the hosts at the retreat back in December. And the the cool thing about that retreat, again, as I've mentioned before, is that you had sort of a yin and yang between Jevin and Levi, um, whereas Jevin is really interested in creating content and optimizing it to be viewed by the most people and to gain the, the most audience. Levi is all about storytelling. And of course he, you know, he uses some of those techniques too, um, to get eyeballs on his content as well. But for him, story comes first. So you got analytics and that side of it. And then you got the storytelling on the other side of it and it all came together. I originally learned about Levi when he, uh, he made a series of videos where he was trying to go on a run with, um, Casey Neistat and pulled it off which is, you know, you get a lot of creators out there like, oh, I'm going to go meet Casey Neistat, whatever. Um, and not a lot of them get a chance to actually, you know, meet the guy, let alone go on a run with him. So he was able to do that. And then I just got kind of drawn into his content. He makes, he made this, um, a Slackline documentary, which is, um, kind of one of his more popular videos. Uh, he did a van life series recently where he was traveling around with his, um, wife, um, and uh, just really cool stuff. So he knows what he's talking about. He's a great filmmaker. 
go check them out. Next up, let's throw a female into the mix here. Uh, Atola visuals. So, you know, I, I don't think it's any shock to anyone that the kind of the video production, the camera space, primarily, generally speaking, is male dominant. Um, but um, Kitty from Atola Visuals is also in that space. And as you can tell by the way that she interacts with a lot of the others on, you know, just social media, she's obviously well respected and it shows just in her content. Um, she has a very interesting way of presenting and just kind of a, a she's she presents her gear reviews and things like that in a very fun way that's that's very easy to watch and it provides again that sort of that other side of it where it's take a break from that male dominated um presentation of that stuff and kind of see it from a different perspective so atola atola visuals check her out also got to meet her at nba or nab last year and she was very nice um so actually, I'm gonna. F so next up is this is Gene Nagata. Um, this is his vlog channel. You, if you're familiar with him at all, you'll know his main channel, which goes by Potato Jet, which has a lot more subscribers. But I've actually found myself watching uh, his vlog channel a lot more frequently, um, and I think mostly it's because he updates or he uploads more frequently. Um, to this channel it looks like it maybe twice a week he uploads a, a new vlog um and i i i've actually i excuse me i appreciate his vlog style quite a bit um just because it's you know where where a lot of vloggers these days are trying to kind of pick up uh, they're trying to do the you know the cool transitions and the uh all that the interesting camera work which has its place but some people try to overdo it or at least they will put production quality over the story and over, you know, just actually making it something that you want to watch versus just seeing some cool camera techniques, his vlog style, you know, he's, he's, a, he's a very, he's a talented filmmaker. Um, but his, his vlog style is just sort of off the cuff and random and, um, and it works for him. He doesn't, he doesn't worry about crazy transitions. He's just, he's a fun guy to watch and he, uh, he presents his information very well. And it doesn't have to, it's not complicated. It doesn't need to be complicated, but he keeps it interesting. Keeps, you know, he's, he's very good with keeping the tempo up and, and keeping you engaged. So, um, I sort of, when I vlog, I sort of lean in that direction to where it's just, you know, kind of go with the flow, take it easy. Don't put too many expectations on yourself and focus more on, you know, the edit and making sure that the story comes together and that it's, that it's interesting. So, Follow Gene, and then just to feature it here, this is the Potato Jet channel. And his Potato Jet channel is just a lot of gear reviews and comparisons and things like that, so um, cool stuff there. Let's get a little sip here. Next up, let's go back to music. By the way, I've already been recording for 32 minutes and it felt like it went by in like 10 minutes. That's crazy. Anyway, Charles Cornell. So you may know this guy. He's he's typically known for his what he'll do is he'll he'll find internet videos and like memes and he'll listen to them and play well here. No, because I don't want to get pulled down. But he'll play um on the piano to the notes of the person talking. 
which I don't know if that makes any sense, but um, if you just look up Charles Cornell, Cardi B, because apparently Cardi B makes videos that are perfect for this type of thing, but you know, she's loud and whatever, and, and he's playing the piano perfectly in sync with her and the piano notes are matching up with the, the note, the tones of her voice. And he also does these breakdowns of jazz, you know, the, of music videos and things like that. And he'll do longer form videos when he breaks down certain concepts and, mu and music theory and stuff like that. The dude's awesome on piano. Uh, had a chance to speak with him for about an hour or so. Uh, he was actually offering some um, piano lessons. And I sent him a message like, hey, I don't play piano, but can I pay you to talk for, to me for an hour about uh, just kind of YouTube and stuff like that? And he said, yeah, sure. So got a chance to talk to him and, and pick his brain. He's actually, he's not been around for very long. Um, let's see. I forget. Let's go. Let's find out how, how long he's been around. Because currently he's got 752,000 subscribers. And his first video was posted four years ago, but like his first actual, like his first Cardi B video that sort of threw him in there, which is this one here, has 1.7 million views, and that was just a year ago. So in, in I think it's only a little bit over a year, he was able to get 752,000 subscribers. Uh, and he's just kept at it. So this is, this is an example of a guy who, you know, kind of caught a lucky streak in that, you know, he, he made a piece of content that people latched onto and, um, and then leveraged that and kept going with it. And just now he is where, where he, where he's at. So good on him. But, um, yeah, this guy's great. Check him out. Uh, let's see what we got next. Next up. Nah, camera conspiracies. Now, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> so, I'll be I'll be honest, and I don't think he would take offense to this if he was standing here and I told him this. I don't really know why I like this guy or why I like his channel. Um, as you can kind of see by his header, he's <laughs> he's got a super unique uh, style. His editing is nothing flashy, a lot of just kind of crossfades and things like that and, and black and white and, and just simple stuff, but it's 100% him. Again, this is what I gravitate to most when it comes to content creators is just people who are not afraid to um, be fully themselves. And that's something that I, I feel like I have to work on with myself a lot. Um, but, uh, you know, he does a lot of camera comparisons and gear reviews and things like that. And he sort of, he, he, what's the word? A little bit of, um, oh, what's the word? Not parody, but like he, he sort of, he, he exaggerates a little bit when he talks about certain things and, you know, he'll, he'll talk shit on Sony or Canon about stuff that just kind of like, you know, whatever, but he does it in a f sort of a funny presentation. Um, so, it's, it's kind of, it's hard to explain him and his content. You kind of just have to go and watch it. He's another guy, by the way, that you can tell he, you know, the, the music, he uses the same few tracks over and over in his uh, videos when he actually uses music. And I, and I believe that he makes his own music too. So just another thing that kind of makes his content uniquely his, but, um, he's not going to be for everyone. 
but check them out if you haven't because you might might be hooked what else we got now okay next up i'd be remiss if i didn't mention mr peter mckinnon peter mckinnon i was i followed this guy when he was I don't know, I want to say maybe around a half a million subscribers, and now he's up to 4.81. I've seen a lot of people online saying, oh, you know, what's happened to Peter? He's changed and this and that. It's like, yeah, well, yeah, like that's kind of the goal, isn't it? Like you don't want to be, you, you don't want to end up the same way that you started. And the, the whole point is to grow and get better. And you can't knock the guy. Like the dude has built an empire, again, and not in, in a relatively short amount of time. Um, and his qu- the quality of his content has clearly improved, and he's earned everything that's come to him um, just through hard work and, and experimentation and, and doing all the stuff that he does. So, if for whatever reason you're not familiar with Peter McKinnon, um, you know he does tons of gear stuff. He's uh, doing more filmmaking lately, and uh, a lot of quick tip videos and things like that. Um, I think he considers himself a photographer first and foremost. But his video content is is great. So uh, he's one of these guys where you can kind of go back to the beginning, watch his stuff from early in his YouTube career up into his later stuff and find just as much value no matter at what point in his uh, career you watch him. So check him out. Where are we at here? Um, just looking at my list. Yeah, we're going to have to cut this one into a couple different episodes. So I'm going to go through two more. And then we're going to save the rest for next week. We'll make this a two-part video. Next up is, where is it? Oh, I scrolled down. Sorry. There we go. Um, Now, there was a time, uh, sometime last year, excuse me, 368, which is Casey Neistat's business out of um, New York, um, pretty famous the the building a lot of people will go there and try to get in or take pictures and things like that well i happened to be in new york uh, once when they were doing a pop-up with david dobrik um and uh, i went there and saw how many just young girls that were dressed as if they were they were going to meet david and, and marry him or something i don't know but that's how they all appeared to look when I got there and realized that, and by the way, the, the lines were around multiple blocks. So I said, yeah, there's no chance that I'm even getting anywhere close. So I just kind of took some pictures from afar and then I went home. But I say that just to say that, you know, I may not be David Dobrik's key within his key demographic, but if you've never watched a David Dobrik blog, um, you definitely should. And by the way, he hasn't, he hasn't, uh, made a lot of content lately. Um, just since the pandemic started, he used to do, I, I want to say like once a week at least, and they're all four minutes and 20 seconds long, which is kind of funny. But the way that he edits his content is, uh, it's brilliant. I mean, it's just constant, you know, there's no lapse in entertainment value. It's very high energy, um, lots of just laughter throughout, and the pace is incredible. And, you know, the way, and even if he stages things, nothing looks staged. It all just seems like him and his friends having a good time. And they do all these interesting things and science, you know, experiments and, you know, just, just crazy stuff, but it's all really cool. Um, so David Dobrik, interesting guy, 
only a mere 17.8 million subscribers, but he's he's got to be on the list for me because if I if I ever need to be entertained, I can just go watch one of his vlogs in for four minutes and 20 seconds. I'm entertained. And within that same vein, the last one we will feature today, and I could get some hate for this, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that's Logan Paul. Now, before anybody says anything, here's the thing about Logan Paul. Yeah, he's... He's, there was the whole thing with the suicide forest and him filming, you know, they found a, a, the, the guy who had hung himself, hanged himself in the je, uh, suicide forest in Japan. And that's not the only dumb thing he's done. Um, you know, he found his way into boxing, which I have mixed feelings about. But what I will say <clears throat> about Mr. Paul is that his content has matured to a level that I think really suits who he is now. You know, I think back back before, you know, last year and, and earlier, I think he was really trying to tailor more towards a younger audience. Um, I mean, he's a young guy himself. He's like 22, 23. But I think he was gearing his content towards the younger audience, which, you know, at that point, I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention. I mean, but but now... He's just sort of embraced the fact that, you know, he's a young adult now. I mean, and, and he's going to do young adult things. So he doesn't try to hide it anymore. Um, he's put a lot of emphasis into the quality of his vlogs and their production. Um, so the vlogs are shorter. He's uploading pretty frequently, um, like every looks like every two days currently. And they're just kind of quick, again, sort of in the same vein of David Dobrik in that they're um, high-paced and there's always something going on within in the video that kind of piques your interest. So his, the way that he crafts a story, his on-camera person, or, you know, persona, um, it's developed and it's become attractive to someone like me who is interested in story and, and kind of um, video making and vlogging. Uh, so he has he has um come up in the ranks a little bit in my book over the last few years i feel like he's matured some yes he's still a young kid and does messed up things but he doesn't do as many messed up things anymore and he seems like he's kind of getting a better handle on on his life and how he sort of presents himself and he's being tr more true to who he is and trying to i think go after a little bit older audience so I got to give a nod to um, Logan Paul, who currently has 21.9 million followers. So it's not like he needs the, the additional subscribers, but I had to throw it out there. So anyway, I know I hate to end a uh, um, an episode mentioning Logan Paul, because I know there's so many people out there who still aren't fans of his, but I have to do it. So yeah, so that's it for the list for this week. And then next week, when we come back, it looks like I've got a another group of um, creators, which is the list being just about as long as what we went through today. So we will go through those tomorrow. Uh, the links, as I'm saying this for every everybody I just mentioned, are not yet in the description, but I will be adding them shortly after we finish this stream. So if you want to check any of them out, go to the description below. Um, and um, but uh, if you're still here with me, by the way, do me a favor. And please consider hitting that subscribe button. Um, also, while you're at it, connect with me 
on social media at Ryan Hafey on Instagram and Twitter. And with that, I'm going to go ahead and call this one done. So keep on creating, making, and doing, and I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.